0: John Copenhagen And Al Warren Heard on KCB 106.5 FM Los Angeles 102.3 FM Riverside And
1: 1050
0: uh, AM Palm Springs
2: And today we have a very interesting writer. Um, welcome to the show, Morgan Mason.
3: Hello. Thank you for having me.
2: Morgan, so now you've got a book coming out under uh, your pen name, Morgan Mason. Um, uh, d- tell us um, what your newest book is.
3: Well, it's a gay romance of adult contemporary. So it's featuring two characters who are entering into a long-distance relationship and how they approach that.
2: So, uh, you know, that's interesting. Um, this seems to be a common thing we, we come across doing uh, writer interviews. Um, so you're writing um, a male-male romance. Um, right. So as as a female, what brought you into writing about male-male?
3: Well, I think I got my origin because I have family who are gay, and it's just sort of been in the back of my mind that there needs to be more representation, and that was I originally got my start as a young adult author because I have a brother who is gay and watching him grow up and come into the world that was sort of where my head went helping him along the way and just seeing a need for more content but I also was an avid reader of gay romance so over time it's just evolved into me wanting to create my own stories in the same vein along the same subject matter
2: Hmm. So when you um, when you create characters for something like this, a male male, do you take it from let's say your brother or other people that you actually know, or are they totally fictionalized?
3: Mostly they're fictionalized. I like to find inspiration in characters. Uh, for example, this last book that I'm or this first book that I'm going to be publishing here under Morgan Mason, um, I actually took inspiration from a character on a TV show. So I just. Liked the style and liked the person's job and what they did, so I built my character around that.
2: That's interesting. So, but when you develop that character throughout the book or throughout the story that you're telling, um, how do you add characteristics to that to that character? Like, how do you um, how do you decide what type of person they're going to be?
3: Well, I think. I'm, I'm more of a fly by the seat of my pants writer. I don't like to plot out. I have sort of an idea where I want the story to okay. go, a beginning, middle, end, some points I like to hit along the way, but the story just comes naturally to me. So when I'm creating a character, I do like to sit down with a notebook, actually pen and paper, before I get started and just brainstorm and collaborate. I actually talk a lot with my kids They help me and we just pick stuff and we say, okay, I want them to have this type of a job, but what do you think their friends should be like? Who do you think their family should be? And I sometimes will even use a name generator on the computer to pop up a name and then we'll just build a story around that person and weave them into the story.
2: Talk about name generators. Blake Allwood. (laughs) That's a good name that he chose. Um, It's nice. Yeah. Um, So, why do you think, like, uh, according to what I hear and see, that, that a lot of females read male male romances? Why do you think that is?
3: Well, in all honesty, that question comes around a lot in our circle. It's this sort of a question, I guess, that comes up about: is it misogynistic? Is it, you know, women sort of fantasizing and sexualizing? the gay community, and um, I don't really think that's the case. I think a lot of women get turned off of the stereotypical male-female romance, and they don't typically like the heroine, you know, where she's this damsel in distress, a weak character, she needs rescuing or saving, and a lot of times women, at least in my genre that I've seen and read comments about, want to gravitate toward two strong characters, two strong individuals who come together in maybe a unique way. And I also find a good portion of these readers naturally seem to be more LGBT-friendly as compared to maybe a typical male-female reader who just wants to stick to one vein.
2: I heard heard, uh, an interesting comment that perhaps it was because on male male romance you get more of um, intimacy and a little bit more of um, romance from males which you don't get as much in the straight um, male world I guess now I don't know if that's true
3: I imagine it might be I think myself I do enjoy the romantic portion of it I started out reading male female you know many a year ago and I actually just graduated into Male Male because I was following an author who had written a series of male female relationships, and she branched out, created a new book, sort of an offshoot of a male male, and it just kind of went from there. I don't think it was anything for me personally that I just, oh, there's more romance, or I just, I guess, gravitated toward the content and. I was interested in the characters, and I do think I find the characters to be a little more well thought out, a little more depth to them, because I think in our genre we're sort of stereo it's a sort of stereotypical role that you would expect to find in a you know, maybe a gay character, and authors try to strike away from that. So they're creating these characters who might be a little off the cuff, but also varying greatly, I think, and not not so typical what you would find in a straight sort of setting, you know, a, a, a sort of weak female, which there are strong heroines out there, of course, but typically it's, you know, this damsel in distress sort of mode, and the male character might not be one to woo.
2: Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, that's me. I'm the damsel in distress. <laughs> now, um, I find that interesting. So now that you've um, done one book like this with Adult male male, um, do you feel like you're going to do more?
3: Yes, I do have more planned for the series. I actually have three more titles already Uh, set aside and I'm about halfway through the second book now and I plan to do probably two more so in a total of four but I would be open to more and they'd all sort of be in the same world but not necessarily intertwined.
2: Now is there any suspense to this or is this a crime or cozy or anything like that or what's the gen you know what what type of, uh, of a book is it with male male just romance?
3: Strictly romance, yeah. It's, a, it's sort of a vacation fling, and then they live in opposite ends of the country. Actually, one character lives in Seattle and the other in South, uh, Southern California. and they have to decide after they've had their little romance, are they wor- you know, is it worth pursuing because of the distance?
2: Hm Now you, you came from writing um, quite a few other books. And you've changed to a pen name um, of Morgan Mason, and you came as Whitney Cannon. Um, Right. Okay, so as Whitney Cannon, um, what kind of books were you writing?
3: Uh, Along the same vein, gay romance, but young adult. So there were a lot of, it was under 18, I guess I would say. Um, You know, no swearing, no sex on scene, no sex on page, just mild content in typically a high school setting
2: well so now how many of those have you written
3: i have five books out under that name
2: and okay so how did you get into that like what was that due to your brother
3: i think primarily and also uh my kids i've got young kids and i think it was you know not i don't suppose they're too young yet to know if anybody would fall into that category But as a parent, I just felt there needed to be.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!"
0: For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. More representation. I want
3: my kids to be aware. I want them to be accepting. I want them to sort of approach the world knowing what's going on and not from a sheltered standpoint. So I didn't find it at all strange that it would be something I would write and they are very accepting of it they find it actually a little bit funny and but I think overall it gives them a sense of there's more to to life than just what is normalized I suppose
2: hmm so kind of what is this aimed at uh, teenagers then or is this not? is it for adults
3: well it's I, it's aimed at teenagers but i think the cases that probably more typically adults become readers because i'm not sure how many kids are on the you know facebook or amazon browsing these titles although i do market myself in young adult reader groups as well
2: mm. i bet you get some controversy over that
3: uh, of writing young adult content yeah Um, not so much. I haven't really. It's been mostly positive, I think. People who know me, my friends, they all kind of just see it. I'm just that person. I celebrate the LGBT community. And it's just an extension of that from my personal life, which I think is, for me, at least in my own world, not controversial. I haven't had anybody approach me online or through any of my readers groups giving you know any flack or having anything much to say about it
2: well that's good Um, I just so why why the change in um, creating a pen name for adult rather than this like what what's the separation there
3: well obviously the content Um, also it was more protection for the kid for my children Um, just to have that name be separated from the younger content for readers as well because I didn't want the two genres to be crossed or not genres but young adult and the adult I didn't want a reader to come along and see oh I might like this book but they're only 16 and it's an adult content novel so I wanted to just delineate the two and separate that divide
2: So, so when someone um, when you do one of the Whitney Canon books for the younger, um, is is there something you want people to get when they read the book?
3: Mm. Um, I feel like it's more just about representation. I don't. There's not a strong message. All of my books are sweet. They all have a happy ending, and my mother has read all of my books, and she finds it just funny because. She's, you know, most of the characters end up in love with their partner and it's sort of this forever thing, which she laughs at because typically the characters are 16, 17, 18 and have no concept of the real world. (laughs) So um, in terms of a message, I think just that it's just really a happy story and you can find love as a young person. Often the stories revolve around accepting families So I like to write more representation in that regard as well because I know that that doesn't happen as a normal thing for a lot of kids where they don't want to come out, they're worried about what the family's going to say, the parents might say, their community, their schoolmates. So I like to just have everything be, not everything, there are some dramatic moments and, and one character in particular who does get kicked out of the house but as a whole, I just like them to be uplifting and something that somebody who's maybe struggling in their own environment might be able to read and find comfort in.
2: Hmm. Wait, so where do you draw influences from? For the young know, adult? Yeah, like what kind of books um, do you draw for that?
3: Um, I'm, I'm not actually sure. Actually the very first series that I produced was called Connectivity. And I actually started that story several years ago when my kids were very young, and it actually was a male-female story, and as I got more into the male-male romance, I actually turned it into a male-male story, but it's a fantasy novel revolving around the theme of soulmates. Actually, those first three books all are in the same world, and there's this twist on your in your DNA that allows you to have this connection with another person so that just I didn't really have much inspiration for that I just like alternative thoughts on something the idea of a soulmate but give it a new twist Um, and I haven't approached that again in my writing I'm just I've only got about six books out so it's a developing scenario I would like to publish something in fantasy or crime or you know maybe a paranormal something like that but we're still getting started
2: (laughs) and and now under your your new book um, uh, for Morgan Mason um, so on that what do you want people to get out of that that style of book
3: well really it's just Mostly for entertainment value. Um, I just like it to be a quick weekend read, something sort of soft, feel good that people can pick up. And it's my first foray, so I don't want to go too dramatically one way or the other. I don't feel, you know, it's it's more just a broad spectrum, nice, sweet story.
2: Hmm. It's interesting. So are you, so you're going to do, be doing more of those. Do you do you have a, like a, a website or something that you keep all of this on, or is it just Amazon?
3: Right now, it's just Amazon, um, and then I primarily advertise through Facebook, where I'm a part of any number of dozen groups promoting and reading, reading, and uh, everyone sort of culminating around the same genre. I would like to get a website up and running, and The market for that, I know, is is that's where a lot of authors get their subscribers and their new readers. But for now, it does cost a little bit of money to get these books out, and I'd like to get some books out to earn a little bit of money so that I can get the website.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's all a circle. It all comes. Very much a circle. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Well, you know, it's it's certainly an interesting. idea and, and books and stuff like that and I, I guess it's something you feel is very important to, to get a lot of these books out.
3: I do. I feel, I think there are a lot of authors in the group, in the genre, but you know, I don't know that it's gonna hurt anybody to have one more and it's my own take on it, it's my own twist on representation in that world and I feel there's a good message, you know, as long as your characters are well developed, well thought out and I guess true to that world you know you're not making stuff up that's completely that maybe wouldn't happen which of course is fantasy but um, you also want to do justice to actual gay men who are out there living their lives because there is a lot of controversy about women writing in the genre versus an actual gay man who's writing in the genre and Maybe knows from firsthand experience what he's talking about, where women, I suppose, are making it up and basing their own knowledge off of other readings, you know, research online, that sort of thing, as compared to firsthand experience
2: yeah no i th- i think it's interesting i think it's good it's uh the the water is warm so come on in i think more 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 than merrier it's fine you know yeah. but uh there's always going to be a little bit of uh of that in the in the in the writing world it doesn't seem to be uh anything uh unusual that's <laughs> yeah. well well that, that's fantastic um so now um we will have your books up we're going to have you up on the uh, website as well, so people listen to the interview, hopefully they uh, tune in and, and enjoy it and um, pick up some of your books. Yeah, that would be lovely. Well, thank you again. Um, Morgan Mason, thanks for being here.
3: Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio
0: show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www. HouseofMystery.com.
3: show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night.
0: This has been a
1: production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com.
1: Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media.
2: I'll be back.